Hello and welcome to the Mandalorians Explosion Network's Mandalorian Art Show, where we're breaking down, discussing, reviewing every episode of the Disney Plus original Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. Today, we're talking about Chapter 10, The Passenger. My name's Dylan Blind. Joining me, Ashley Holtby. Hey, Dylan. Excited to be here, but I think we all agree, Yiddle needs a helmet. Yiddle needs... Um, a diet is what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Yeah, that's something interesting. Yeah. But but th- th- he keeps been flung all over the place. Yeah, I think he's surviving. Terrible. I mean, it, that's the least of my worries, honestly, at the end of this episode. Um, yeah, so today's episode, chapter 10, is called The Passenger. It was directed by Peyton Reed. Uh, it was written by John Favreau. The Peyton Reed is... Uh, so we, we knew he was directing an episode this season. Which is very cool. If you don't know, Peyton Reed is the director of the Ant-Man films for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So that makes this episode kind of funny when you realize... When it got to the point where there was giant bugs involved with the episode, I was like, wow, that's funny that it's the one that Peyton Reed's (laughs) uh, directing happens to involve a lot of bugs. I don't know if that was done on purpose. I'm going to have to assume so, because surely. Um, Sure. The synopsis for the episode was just simply the Mandalorian must ferry a passenger with precious cargo on a risky journey. What was your overall thoughts on this episode, Ash? Uh, It was fine. It was a good episode, but there was nothing really special about it, I don't think. Uh, Especially coming off, obviously, that first episode where it's very lore and background heavy. This one was a much uh, more intimate, I guess, episode. Uh, with not a lot happening in the grand scheme of things. Um, and I think the uh, F word that we used a lot last year will probably be uh, used to describe this one on the internet. Yeah, so I've already seen a lot of people calling it filler in my in my quick squeeze around Twitter. I'm uh, recording this pretty much after I finished recording, so I, I haven't had much time to delve into the, the Reddits, the Twitters or whatever, but I have, in my quick two-minute squeeze, seen the F word filler thrown around. Um, so... I think this is a, a good episode. I I loved the first half. Uh, the second half, not so much. So, like, I enjoyed pretty pretty much up until, I guess, they crashed the most. I was, like, I, I was really enjoying a lot of that. And not to say I hated the rest of it, but, like, I was like, okay, fine. It was an okay finish, but it was a lot of great moments up until then, I thought. Um, I don't think I'm ready. Like, again... I think we discussed this last season. I don't particularly like filler just thrown around willy-nilly, especially when you haven't uh, seen the entire season in its context, because obviously this episode ends with them floating towards the place where they're going to like drop off. So like it, the next episode's yeah. continuing in, and it's straight away this season, when compared to the first, where there was a lot of time gaps, maybe even a week, a couple weeks in between, yeah. this season so far has been... Each the well, this one picks up right picks, up. This, this picks up right one. up, and then we're going to have to presume that episode three also picks up right after, right? Given that they're just floating, you would imagine so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if not straight after, then within like them just having landed, kind of thing. But mm, to be fair, the first three episodes of last season, the first season were very uh, connected. Together. Yeah, up until they he yeah. returns to um, what was that what. Navarro? No. I can't even remember that. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Um, that sounds right. <laughs> here's, my pro- here's my number one problem with this episode. Um, and it's to do with something we talked about last week, which is that I presume was going to see more of 
the person we're presuming is Boba Fett this episode because I said there's no way they're going to leave Tatooine and have to come back. And now since he's left and we've still been teased out the Boba Fett stuff, we're returning to Tatooine for a third fucking time this season, it seems. Because it's, maybe because I find it very hard to believe that Boba Fett. I mean, maybe okay, maybe Boba Fett follows him or something like that. Yeah. He could still have it. He could still have his ship, I guess. Um, I don't know, but the, the way they present him in the ep- that the end of the last episode very much seemed like he was a kind of lone wanderer, st- like no. maybe trapped on Tatooine, maybe not. I don't know. So it's a it's a full on uh, Thanos yeah. tease. From the Avengers, you won't see him till like six, seven movies down the line. Please no. So I'm just gonna say, if we return yeah. to Tatooine, and I, I knew straight away that we weren't gonna see him because he, they didn't include his shot in the trailer. Yeah, that, that was the that was my giveaway. As that well. was a dead giveaway. That was dead Mike. giveaway. It's like no. The second they didn't include that one bit, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that, but because the episode started, like even though they didn't include him, and then the fact that he got he like we'll get into breaking down an episode in a minute, but of course. At the start of the episode, he's thrown off his bike um, and he's kind of stranded. And I was like, oh, so maybe this entire episode is going to be stranded on Tatooine, kind of a, a filler episode, but where he just like runs into some trouble or something like that. But then, of course, they skip ahead to the next scene. He, he, he's walking back into town. So that wasn't what ended up happening. Um, There's some cool moments in this episode, uh, cool cameos, some little details if you care about sort of uh like post episode six like law like what's the new republic doing like i enjoyed that little banter between the, mm. the x-wing pilots having to be like well you need this now like in case you don't know the new republic's in charge now like i thought that was <laughs> kind of cool and stuff but yeah um i'm not ready to call it filler until we see, see it within the the full context um but let's Getting into, yeah, breaking down the episode a little bit here. So, of course, the episode opens with the Mando racing along the sands of Tatooine uh, on his speeder. I appreciate, again, they have a shot of little Yeetle hanging off the back like a, a puppy dog with his tongue in the wind kind of thing. Um, lots of great Yeetle shots this episode. When compared to the first episode, which was kind of Yeetle light, I guess, you know, in retrospect, there, there really wasn't that much. Um He's tripped up by a bunch of, I'm going to assume, bounty hunters of some sort, or at least hired. Uh, they're, yeah. they're at least after the the child. They're after the child. Yeah, they're so. after the child. So, the uh, b- bounty or wannabe bounties of some sort, or you know what I mean. So something along those lines. Anyway, they're not, they're not savory <laughs> folks. Let's let's put it that way. Uh, so they 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 cause him to crash. I thought this whole sequence was great. Um, just the fact that the Mando, like seeing Yeetle kind of skid across the sand, I was like, oof. <laughs> but then the yeah. fact that Mando kind of lands on his feet, I thought that was kind of cool. And Using the jetpack. Yeah, yeah. He uses his jetpack and the fact you see like the bike. He's been practicing. Yeah, he can actually use it this season, which is good. Um, I thought that was cool and just seeing the bike flying off in the distance and all the parts everywhere. It was just, I like the way they shot it. And then he has that whole fight and sequence. And I, I really enjoyed the... Uh, I guess the captive situation, even though I didn't particularly appreciate seeing someone hold a knife to, to little Yeetle. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't really appreciate that, but I did appreciate the, how he tried, how Mando trades him the, the jetpack just to send him flying off into the fucking sky. That was great. I, I like that. <laughs> I like how he, yeah. he just lets 
picks up Yeadle, picks him up in his arms, looks over, beep, 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 <laughs> shoots him off. That was great. Appreciate <laughs> that. Some, yeah, pretty good. Some good comedy in that part. Um, yeah. So then he walks back to Moz Isley, I guess. Mos- I mean, like. Yeah. Je- checked. I, you would assume he wasn't too far from town no. if they walked to wherever that yeah. that point to tr- yeah. catch Yeah, I'm going to have to assume it wasn't Which far. is super lucky that he just happened to come that yeah. rock formation. I guess it, yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess maybe they set up just outside of town because they knew he would be coming to town. Because that, that makes more yeah. sense than them having set up in the middle of nowhere. Like the chances of him them yeah. running to him in the middle of nowhere, where maybe that's just the the part like that you go through those rocks. That's the direct route to town. So I get that's the way I make it make sense in my head. Uh, so he walks back into town. Um, he goes and talks to Pearly Motto. Who is uh, what's the actress's name? I thought you Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris, yeah. Who everyone loves or don't like. Actually, I saw some people between last week's recording, this week's uh, this week's recording. Some people I saw online were like, "Don't like her." I'm like, I thought it was just a celebrated thing that everyone enjoyed her character, but nonetheless. Um, so no, they're just jealous because jealous of how much time she gets with you. Yeah, I mean, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Uh, so, yeah. so Amanda walks in. She's like, oh, I see you found the Mandalorian and didn't have to kill him or whatever. So I thought that was funny how <laughs> kind of blunt she is. Uh, she just assumes. Yeah. Uh, so she's playing Sabak, I guess, or some formation. That is what I took it as. And the I think there is a name for the species, but I don't know it. But it's, it's a giant fucking insect. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, she's playing against a giant insect. It's not, not insects. Yeah, it's, it's not like a thing that doesn't. Yeah, it's. Again, Peyton Reed just is directing an episode that literally <laughs> is just full of bugs. Like it, it was almost like it was an Ant Man. Yeah, it was like the one that plays the drums. Yeah, <laughs> from the Ant Man movies. Yeah. Uh, so, but that so that thing, the spit, the fucking ant, whatever it is, I can't remember. But it, it's <laughs> like, hey, if you if Mando spots me, I'll, I'll give it some information, which it agrees to, and it loses. But nonetheless. Mando does get a tip that someone does have information for where more Mandalorians are. And it gets very convoluted very quickly here, but long story short is Mando is to take a passenger to a planet and they can't use hyperdrive because the passenger is a woman who's a giant frog lady. Well, not really a giant, but like a human-sized frog lady. yeah. yeah. Um, and she's carrying a giant compared to actual yes, fox. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, j- yeah. Um, and she's carrying a, a jar full of her eggs and she wants to deliver them to her husband who's gone to set up a new life for the family on a different planet and they can't use hyperdrive because it would. On, on Trask. Trask. Trask, right. To Trask. Uh, and they can't use hyperdrive because it would destroy the eggs or something along those lines. That was yes. that was the whole reason. It got because I think they purposely write it so that Pelly says it obviously very fast and kind of confusing. But as an audience member, you're kind of supposed to be like, "No worries, I've got this." Um, Trask doesn't ring any bells in my head. Does that? Uh, does it ring any bells if you Google it? 
Did you got the old googly machine there? I saw you just pinging uh, the front. It says Trask was an estuary moon located in the same star system as the gas giant Kolb Ilbin, the Mandalorian bounty hunter Jin Jirin took a job to transport. So the, new uh, new <laughs> planet. Very quickly updated. Yeah, new yep. planet. Yeah, new planet. Yeah. Okay, so they get inside the ship and <laughs> they've been playing Yeetle's been eyeing off the eggs. And I gotta be honest. At first, I thought that it was him having some sort of force-like connection. connection with, yeah, these unborn frog yeah. babies is what I thought yeah. it was. It's like he's curious about this new life yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yes, that's exactly how I was taking it. Um, and they get in the ship, the Mando sets course, explains to the frog lady, hey, don't touch anything. I'm going to have a nap. Heads into the back. Goes to find Yeetle. What's he doing? Dipping his fingers in the cookie jar. <laughs> so, as they were saying, the cookie jar in this case happens to be someone's poor fucking unborn eggs. Yeah. Yep. I mean, would you- yeah. So, <laughs> interesting choice to turn Yeetle heel uh, in this episode <laughs> where, in which he eats he eats the uh, last of a dying race. Yeah. Um, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Like... Yeah, I'm. Am I wrong for saying I didn't find it cute to have Yutel eating unborn eggs, or is is that supposed to be the the way we're all supposed to? Yeah, feel? it's a, it's a bit. It was a bit weird. One that it was eating him too. She never noticed. Yeah, <laughs> or never did anything. I guess you know. I guess we'll find out how the pro life movement <laughs> feels about this episode. <laughs> uh. I mean, I have some more. Does life begin at insemination? <laughs> is what we're saying. I have some more thoughts, but I'll save it right until the end of the episode because there was another moment where I <laughs> thought something was happening with Yeetle, but then it wasn't at all. So, um, nonetheless. But we should have known. I mean, he's got a taste for fruit. That's true. So. That is actually a good point. I didn't connect that, but yes, you're right. The first thing we see him eat, episode, what was it, two, three, whatever it was? Three? Yeah, three. Yeah. Eating the frog on that planet where they. Yeah, okay. Uh, so they have a nap. They get awoken by s- alarms or someone, something like that's going on. So Mando runs up into the, the cockpit of the Razor Crest and he's got two X-Wings beside him. Uh, one is played by Paul Sung, Paul Sung Hyung Lee from, um, oh, I fucking Googled it a second ago. What's that show? The the main one he's in? Because I, I did quickly Google it before because I was like, I've seen this dude somewhere. He is in a, he is in a, he is in a show that, is popular or somewhat popular at the moment. Uh, Kim, Kim's convenience. That's it, Kim's convenience. Fuck, shouldn't have been easy to remember, but nonetheless. So yeah, from Kim's convenience, and the other person is played by Dave Filoni, which I did pop for, and I will happily pop for Dave Filoni as a little fanboy. Any and all times, I see Dave Filoni in any Star Wars related material. He is the father of my favorite Star Wars character, so. Praise be. What, what's his character's name again? Hey, I don't know. Did they have it in the credits? That because yeah, they had it in the credits. It has to be the same um, character from uh, last so, season. Paul Song Kyung Lee's character was Carson, Captain Carson Teva. Yep. Uh, he was Trap or something. Sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Which which uh, is the same character would be the same character from last season. In case you don't remember, Dave Filoni played one of the three pilots in the, um, what episode was it? Five or six, the prison one? I think it was 
five. Six. Something like that. Yeah, the one where they because that's a Trapper Wolf. Trapper Wolf. He plays Trapper Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Of course it's Wolf. Feloni loves wolves. Um, yeah, because yeah. in, in case you can't remember, which that episode's important for this episode, of course, and they showed you if you watched the the previous on previously on, they had a lot of the the prison breakout episode stuff here to to remind you because it is important for this episode because not only because Dave Filoni wasn't in that episode as one of the X-Wing pilots, but uh, it's important for what the X-Wing pilots say right here and now. So at first they're like, hey, I love the way this, this scene is filmed, just with them like asking the questions and just the way Mando's just kind of like, I think this is one of the, the, these times where the, the delivery from Pedro Pascal, you don't actually need Very to see important. his face because you can kind of see him you could nearly just picture the way his face is kind of pulling faces of like, uh, like, you know, trying to be careful, but not careful, like holding, yeah, I don't know, like I could, I could just see it in my mind's eye and I thought that was cool. And just the, yeah. So they're like, Hey, do you have this new Republic clearance? And he like takes a couple seconds. Uh, no, I'll get that work fixed up right away, which I thought was a cool little tidbit to again, because this is after episode six and, you know, New Republic's just taking over and then being like, hey, we've got these new rules. It's, it's like moving into a new state and someone takes over and you're like, oh, I didn't know I had to have these certain registrations or, or, or something like that for my car here. Um, so I thought that was cool. And then they're like, oh, you need to sing us your, send us your signal. And I like the way at first he's like, oh, it uh, doesn't appear to be what working or oh we're going for a wind tunnel <laughs> my dog ate my homework like trying all the excuses and then eventually of course he he sends it over because they were going to have to make him return to a certain planet or their base or something along those lines and when they send the when he sends them the razor crest signal of course it comes up on their system uh that he was the the ship spotted outside the uh new republic tris- prison transport from last season where they helped break out a prisoner, of course. So then they they put their uh, twin foils into attack position. So Mando's like, yep, fuck this shit, I'm out of here. Dives down. And they end up having this whole chase sequence. Oh, and this chase sequence was cool. It was filmed really well. I uh, appreciated the fact that it wasn't just... Um, like the New Republic X-Wings weren't straight like into firing. They were doing a lot of like, don't make us fire on you. You know, like it was just kind of like, cops trying to be good and just be like dude like fucking pull over (laughs) like just (laughs) do the right thing here yeah so i I thought that was cool please yeah please do the right thing um he ends up doing mando does some pretty cool maneuvers and i I think to a degree it would have worked out really well for him that whole skid landing on the ice except for the fact that the the ice then breaks away and was very thin yeah yeah, he ends up going down into like a a cave area or what what have you. So, of them, yeah. that it was some solid flying, I think, from solid work. Yeah. Also, shout out to Frog Lady who was absolutely losing her fucking mind during <laughs> this whole <laughs> sequence. Uh, appreciated that. I enjoyed both of them during the final drop. Yeah. Obviously, they went. <laughs> <down to this>. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Now that I'm actually thinking about, it, you know, what the fro- the frog things kind of remind me of the caretakers from Last Jedi. Yeah, it does a little bit. Similar sort of look and uh delivery of not stuff. quite the same no not definitely not no. the same species. no 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 definitely not but the only thing i can relate to from star wars i guess is nothing yeah. else like frog lady which i we have a pro- proper species name or something sometime soon because 
Yeah. But anyway, they'll just forever be known as Frog Lady. Um, so they crash down this cave below, and the place is absolutely freezing. Frog Lady's freezing. Mando's all right because Beskar, I guess. Um, Mandalorian armor keeps you warm. New fact. I didn't know that, but there you go. Um, Yeetle apparently is also immune to the cold, I guess, is a maybe interesting tidbit from this episode. He, he definitely doesn't seem bothered by any planets, heat, cold. Like, he, he seems just good for whatever, you know? And also, he's quite happy to eat whatever as yeah. we <laughs> fucking... Any conditions and any any food, he any, says. Any chance, again, straight into the jar. Uh, yeah. Last <laughs> of that species. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why we don't. We've never seen the species before because maybe it'll kill them all yeah. off. Yoda's species has been eating these things for centuries. Whatever Yoda's, you know, there's other funny thing about this episode. That I just as 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 I'm saying it out loud, I'm figuring it out. But I'm like, so we don't know Frog Lady species. We don't know Yoda's the Yeetle species. Yeah, just a bunch of maybe they're sworn enemies. Yeah, mate. That's why they keep exchanging looks. Maybe, maybe we don't we don't know anything about any of them. Yeah, so. Officially canon. They're sworn enemies. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> lock, lock that in. Um, so, yeah, it's freezing. Mando gets to work trying to fix the ship after trying to save the babies or stop Yeetle from eating them. Uh, and then kind of gives up for a little bit. He's, he's sitting down. He's like, oh, fuck. Going to have, have a rest now. Uh, I think he, 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 like, has a nap, right? He kind of naps or, he pass, or he's kind of out of it or taking a little nap on the floor there, isn't he? And he's awoken by no, so the frog lady doing the voice, right? No, so they all have like a meal together. It's like a full-on like uh, sushi thing, platter, the thing they're all eating okay. before I thought he, had a nap. he goes to sleep. Yeah, he's, then he uh, snuggles up on against the Mandalorian as he falls asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then he's awoken to the sound of Richard Aoyote or the robot that he voiced from last season, which I completely forgot that he, until they did the, the previously on thing that was even on board the ship still and why it was still mm. on board the ship. But there you go. I love how they get him back to do this <laughs> cameo voice role, even though it's technically him not even playing the character because it's just the frog lady doing the, the voice box of the robot to communicate. But uh, nonetheless, so robot uh, um, frog lady has taken over the robot to communicate to Mando and she more or less pleads a case of my husband or whatever set out to build a new life for us where blast of our species going to go set up there. I need to get there. You promised me Mando's like, look frog lady, we're fucking, <laughs> we're crashed. We're, we're in a fucking cave. What do you want me to do here? And then she she pulls one out on him. She she knew what to say to get under his his helmet, if you will, which was I thought Mandalorians live up to their word or whatever. She's like, oh, is that something I just heard? That's just a tale. You can t like in, again inside the helmet, I can just see like the eyes roll, like ugh, like the creed. How dare it make me have to follow through on this thing? But nonetheless, he gets out. He's like, yeah, okay, okay I'll, get, I'll get back to work. So he heads back to work. And then at some stage, he's asking Yeetle to help. Not doing much. Yeetle's, Yeetle's a pest this entire episode. Absolutely just an, a menace. Ne ne not helping when he, he could be helping. 
just force levitate that ship up a little bit. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, could do some handy work, but nonetheless. No. Absolutely useless. Um, And then... Works for adults. Yeah. Only. Uh, So then they realize that the frog lady, the passenger, has disappeared. So Mando uses his uh, heat whatever vision to track her footprints and they head inside this cave and inside the very depths of this cave, which, hands up, I was wrong. Definitely not a fucking kyber crystal cave as I thought it was going to be when we were talking about the trailer. There you go. Dun-dun. Yeah. Uh, so inside, she's uh, found a... I, I wrote down hot spring because that's, I guess, what it was, right? It's kind of what it is, yeah. yeah. Um, she's Because she's just bathing in it and she, she says it's warm. or Like, as long as it's warm and she's got all the eggs yeah. out bathing in it as well. So, yeah, it's just like some sort yeah, of hot because spring. Because she was, she was complaining before that too cold. babies were getting too, too cold. cold so yeah. Makes sense. Um, and the Mando's like, no, you can't be doing this because I can't have my eye on you and you, you could get hurt. And sh- So he starts gathering up all the eggs and Yeetle's eyeing them off like a fucking bob and apple ready to go for it. And <laughs> Mando stops him. Uh, so then Yeetle's like, all right, I'll go, go have a look. I mean, does he though? Oh, kind of. <laughs> well, I guess not. He po- That's the question he, I raised. He pockets yeah. one for later, I guess, is what the... <laughs> What he does, some what actually happens, sneakily yeah. pockets one somehow in front of both of them. He's a fucking force powers. He's a f- yeah. That's when he used the force powers. Same time, just to steal things. Jesus, with that, or he pocketed a bunch before. With great responsibility. He's, he's, he's got. You don't know what's in those robes. Sure. Don't know how many pockets he has. Don't know what's going on there. Um, but he heads on over and he finds a bunch of eggs. He's like, yeah, it must be food. <laughs> now th- this whole sequence, yeah. Very much obviously inspired by Alien. I don't, you haven't seen Alien, but surely, like, you can. I've seen Alien, not Aliens. Okay. So, surely. Not the one with the S. Yes. Okay. So, (laughs) but surely you're watching this. But I know the reference. Yeah. Like, it very much looks like uh, Alien, the room where they find a bunch of eggs laid out and they're all just spread out. And even the way they they, they hatch open looks very much inspired by the Alien franchise. Nonetheless, Yeetal eats one, and it doesn't devour into his face and bury an egg inside Yeetal. Thank God for that. I tell that. you what, <laughs> watching him eat that was very is a joy to watch. Eat it, you know, yeah, he was having a good time eating that unborn spider thing. Spider thing. Yep. Disgusting. <laughs> it was going everywhere. It was quite. Uh, it was all over his face. His hands were all leaked, sticky, and everything. Juicy and disgusting. It's great. Um, bad idea. Nonetheless, <laughs> so he upsets everyone. I, 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 t- I took it. He, he upset the uh, the nature Everybody. of the whole situation. Must be like some sort of high yeah, high flying type thing. He, he completely, completely sets it off balance because all the eggs <clears throat> start hatching open. He starts backing away, basically calling for help. <laughs> uh, and then a bunch of teen spiders come out, and then of course a a mama spider. Again, all of this just makes me think of predator it's like the 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 xenomorph mama and all this sort of stuff but um so the spider things i lost my train of thought there ew is the website i'm talking trying to say ew had an article up about these things that says those terrifying the mandalorian creatures have an empire strikes back origin so they wrote that they are in the episode the spider design matches a decade old concept drawing by famed star wars artist ralph mcquarrie for quote knobby white spiders that could have been on Yoda's planet Dagobah 
in 1980s The Empire Strikes Back. Now, if you're watching the video version, of course, we've got the picture up of what this is. Um, and they very do much look like disgusting spider things. Like in the Ralph McCoy art, there's hundreds of these eggs around Luke, uh, around the, the forest of Dagobah. You've got this giant mama spider thing that looks like it's spitting one out of its mouth or something. It's absolutely... Yeah, I think it's laying it. Laying it, yeah, okay. It's disgusting. If you have a... What's the, what's the proper word for fear of spider? What's that, like arachnophobia, right? Yeah. Arachnophobia. Yeah, so if you ever have arachnophobia, this is not for you and this episode's not for you. There's it really kind of should have been a warning yeah. at the start. Of the- should have been a trigger, uh, trigger warning at the start. Uh, Macquarie's design later evolved into a spider called the Kring... 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 What do you? What am I going with here? Do you reckon that's right? Krikna. Krikna? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was reading it wrong. Yeah. There's K there. Krikna. Uh, a form of large predator spider that has been in several episodes of the animated series Star Wars Rebels. And I did... Uh, I completely forgot about this, but yes, there are s- spiders on a planet in Star Wars Rebels. They set up base on this planet and uh, they think everything's fine. They think it's this perfectly safe planet and then these spider things come out and uh, they fight a bunch of them, but then also Kanan and... Uh, Ezra end up communing with them, using the force to kind of commune with them. But those spiders definitely look like they were inspired by the Ralph Macquarie art, and they do look similar. Uh, you can see the inspiration between all of these yeah. spiders for this episode. So cool. Um, and it's always funny, not funny, it's always interesting, I guess, to see whenever they return to the well of Ralph Macquarie uh, for anything Star Wars related, because there's so much uh, untapped and unprepared use potential that there a lot of star wars stuff is constantly tapping into it uh, especially the animated show so hmm. um so they race back to the ship uh well race as much as they can while shooting at the thousands of these fucking spies chasing them and uh they get into the ship and they kind of have to fight them off my one problem with this scene is i don't know why the mando takes so long to be like oh fuck yeah i've got a flamethrower away you know what i mean like he's shooting yeah. them, trying to get the door closed, and it's only after that y- Yeetle's nearly attacked by one of them. He's like, "Oh fuck yeah, flamethrower! Right, should probably use that." Like, Could have used that a minute ago, dude. Like, <laughs> bit yeah. bit slowing yeah. up upkeep here. What was it? Recharging? Jesus! Tell you what, I was very lucky that the frog lady saved Yeetle. You know. He was having real trouble with that one. Didn't even know she had a gun. Also, really cool seeing... God, yeah, one didn't know she yeah. had a gun. Interesting to see her move through that chase sequence. Pretty much being like a frog. Instead of like running on hind legs. Mm. Like full of full on jumping ahead and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, it's not like she just... You know, and she, you, they had like a they had like a look, you know? Like a look, look of mutual respect. Yeah, I thought so too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I thought so too. It's fine. Thought, thought Yiddle had learned his lesson. Mm. I still don't know if she knows. That's the biggest question I have going into next week's episode. I still don't know if she knows or she's, she's just not getting angry. Um, either way, <laughs> so Mando's like, no worries. Time to get out of here. I think I've fixed the, the ship enough to get out of here. Fires up. They're about to take off. Not going to happen. Big spider gets over top of the ship. Looks like it's going to kill them, like rip the ship off and eat them up for yummies. Uh, the part where the spider head comes over the... The, the windshield of the the razor crest and it like opens up its many mouths or whatever that part was fucking disgusting absolutely hated that that was just that didn't it definitely reminded me of something i can't remember what might have even stranger things possibly yeah like i oh know there's many uh, things many like i've definitely seen many things that were which some yes. massive monster 
starts licking the windshield. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. the, like the last time we saw something like this in Star Wars, I guess was Force Awakens, but even that, that thing wasn't as disgusting as, what the fuck are they called? I can't even remember what they're called. Um, don't remember. Don't remember. It doesn't matter. We're seeing that movie. Um, but you know what I mean? That, that thing wasn't as disgusting as the spider is what I'm going to say. No? Yeah. It just, that thing didn't have I know. a million teeth. Like spiders, <laughs> I don't like spiders. So like I don't have arachnophobia, but at the same time, I'm not a big fan of. Not uh, yeah, I I'm not friends with the spiders either. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, all seems worse. Then a bunch of shots get fired off from the side. Turns out that the two X-wing pilots have returned to save the day. Yes, it's Dave Filoni back to save the day, and uh, Paul Sung Young Lee. Because I can't remember the characters' names. Something Wolf and Captain Something around there. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so they save the day. Amanda goes out and talks to him. They're pretty much like, hey, we looked up the ship. You did help someone escape, but then you also, later in the day, helped uh, Captain something or other. What was it? Oh, fuck. No. He helped the captain. Uh, he he helped them blow up that whole space station. Like, he, he pinged the single or whatever it was and stuff. Like, they, they list off a couple of things he did. Yeah. More or less say, hey, you did one bad thing, but on our records it also seems you've done three good things we'll balance it out a bunch of bounties on board or something yeah Yeah. and he's like well how about i give you some bounties you help me fix up the ship we call it a day and they say how about you get that new republic tracker installed and yeah we'll call that a day and they don't help him with his ship and they leave (laughs) (laughs) yeah you get that tracker and then we won't blow you up next time Pretty much. So they kind of meet in the middle, I guess. <laughs> guess to a to a degree, <laughs> it's kinda, I guess. Um, nonetheless, they fix up the ship. Man, they fix up the ship as much as he can. He, he makes sure everyone goes to Lou first, which I appreciate that that little detail. Because then he, um, they yeah. all get into the front of the Razor Crest, and it's, it basically sounds like he says he's he's sealed off, like that door, to the like the cockpit. Yep. Like he sealed off that door because the back of the ship is just complete. Yep. He can't lock. He can't lock the hangar, so that part's all fucked up. Um, and then they head out to space again. Uh, they, he's like, it's going to be a long trip. Let's have a nap. Let's settle down. Now at this point, Yeetle turns around and has a look at the jar and also Frog Lady, and then he turns around and he's like looking around, and I thought. He was giving, this is where I thought he was giving a look of like, oh, I did bad. I've learned a lesson this episode, which is that I probably shouldn't eat random baby things or things that look like eggs because that (laughs) may or may not cause trouble. And I was like, okay, so this episode's about Yeetle learning life lessons. But then he pulls out a fucking egg and eats it. (laughs) (laughs) I learned nothing. (laughs) He's learned absolutely <laughs> nothing this episode. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's horrible. I don't know. He's so cute. I, it's hard to hate him, but. <laughs> maybe. Maybe they just taste really good. The fact that he stole like, one. You can't help yourself. And hit it. And then turned around, looked at the jar, looked at the. <laughs> the frog lady looked at the lady, <laughs> holds her straight her eyes, straight in the eyes. Who then who saved her, her saved his life? Yeah, 
Me hours earlier. Yeah. And then turns around and goes, yeah, but tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> what an animal. What a fucking savage. <laughs> Udall is... Um, yeah. Untrustworthy is uh, at the yeah. minimum is what I'd say, and also a fucking cannibal. I mean, no, not cannibal. Well, what if the frog lady is part of his species? What if it's like the? What if she's part? No, no, no that's a, that's a weird road to go down. Yeah, no, let's. What we show up. <laughs> We show up the next episode, the dad's yoga yeah. or something. <laughs> Imagine. Imagine going there. Imagine that being the thing. I'd be like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, that's basically the episode. The, 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 the episode ends with that shot we saw from the trailer of the race crest floating towards a planet. Uh, what's the planet called? Whatever we said before. Uh, no, it was like leaving the planet. There, I was it? Oh, I thought it was saying. floating towards the next planet. Anyway. So, yeah, that shot of the ship all being fucked up. So, that's where that's from. Uh, we've seen nearly all the... A lot of the shots from trailers so far, I feel like we've, I reckon yeah. we've seen like half, if not. Th- yeah, we've seen at least half the trailer, which is, I guess, something to point out. Like the the few things off the top of my head that obviously we haven't seen, we haven't seen Sasha Banks, and that's that episode which seems to be the like the one where he ends up on a boat, and um, mm. that's one episode with Sasha Banks, which could be next episode, and we haven't seen uh, anything with Kara Dune and. Uh, they're one shot of yeah wins. they're one shot in the trailer and then we haven't seen anything that uh where they show the the troopers chasing mando on the bikes and that sort of stuff mm. but half the trailer we've already seen already because a lot of it actually turned out to be from last week's episode and stuff so that's cool it's good to know there's lots of secrets and things to come um any final thoughts any ideas what's yeah no it's the mandalorians no i know maybe maybe they don't make it to the planet i mean maybe it all just keeps eating. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, all I'm gonna say is I'm gonna put it out there. As much as everyone's gonna go like filler episode, I'm gonna hope that there's more to Frog Lady, more to more lesson to be learned here <laughs> for Yeetle. Um, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna say that I think, I think and hope that there's more to this than yeah. meets the eye. Because well, I imagine next episode we they arrive at the planet. Yes that leads them to the Mandalorian. Yeah, so it's a necessary step. Because yeah, there's a lot of questions like, why does she know where Mandalorians are if she's not lying? Which I don't think she is. Like she's, she's No, well, her husband's on the planet as the, he said there's Mandalorians there. Yeah. So, so, but why would they, why would they be talking to, him? yeah, I don't know, there's just, there's, there's questions there. We'll find out next week, I guess. But, and then my, I, yeah. again, like if we go back to Tatooine, I'm just, I'm fucking... I'll be angry. I'm gonna be angry. I'm gonna be annoyed. I'm putting that out there right now. When we're when and if we return, There's only one person you trust to fix this shit. <sighs> Just stop. Like it, that's that's John Favreau having his uh, nostalgia blinders on. Just wanting to go back to Tatooine a lot. I, that's what it is. I know Tatooine is a hub oh. for the New Republic in the future. There, there's an interesting point of discussion that could be brought up as like why is Tatooine always this sort of place that everyone is uh dragged to throughout the the, fr- the history of franchise like all the characters seem to go there at one point or another uh, th- there's an interesting yeah. point to have there but maybe they'll explain why ray shows up at the end yeah of- imagine if only- no that's what they're explaining in the uh lego star wars holiday special yeah that's true <laughs> looking forward yeah. to that 
We're going to do a special. F- I don't want to spoil, but. Nah, I won't say. Uh, th- thank you for joining us on this week's episode of The Mandalorians. You can find the show on explosionnetwork.com, youtube.com slash explosion network, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anything, just search for Explosion Network or The Manda, L O R E Ians. Follow us all on Twitter by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. You can follow all of our Twitters there. And until next Friday, where we'll be back, or oh, Saturday, I guess these post really, but next Friday when we're all watching the episode. Until then, we have spoken. Mm-hmm.